Welcome to Their Very Best, a podcast where total amateurs make wild proclamations about the work of expert professional musicians, despite having no actual qualifications. I'm Waldron Faulkner, and today we have a special guest host, Sarah Jessen, to give us wild, unsolicited opinions about PJ Harvey. And Sarah, (laughs) thank you so much. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So excited for this. I'm excited too. I... I had so much fun preparing for this, truly. I had so much to dig into. It was fun. We were talking about it a little bit earlier today. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, you know, you were saying, and I think it's really true. I listened to so much PJ Harvey in an earlier era of my life. There was a lot to catch up on. And uh, I really enjoyed catching up on all of the new stuff too well that's good to hear because that's a common refrain in this podcast you know well like i knew them up until 19 you know 97 and then i stopped listening and uh and it's been 25 years and um you know they've continued to put stuff out there and i just didn't have time to listen to it or more frequently like i didn't love what i heard is the refrain yeah, I I got, I think the last album that I got was Uh-Huh Her, and then, yeah. well, it was a children's music era of my life, right? And then, right. <laughs> yeah. and then, I don't know, I hadn't gone past that, actually. What a Now, did you not play a lot of PJ Harvey for your kids? No, Some no. Super gendered women stuff. I still haven't played much for them. There. <laughs> it was definitely stuff that I liked when I was a teen. She's so cool. She still is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you? What's your album that you like? So my album is to bring you my right. love. That was the big one. I think that must have been the big one, and if for good reason. And, yeah. you know, we can just get it right out of the way right now. I'm going to declare that her very best. Now, you as yeah. the guest host get the honor to actually declare her very best. Well, I... You don't have to do it yet. <laughs> you don't have to do it yet, but... Okay. Yeah. But if it were up to me, I'd put it there, and that's not yeah. to sway you. But it's really no. the only one I knew. Like, yeah. It's, so. Yeah, I think it is... You know, it was certainly got the most commercial success, uh, it seems like. The thing that's so funny about her and that I thought about so much in preparing for this is how different all of her albums are. They're just, they they wildly different. It's almost hard to compare some of her later stuff with some of the early stuff because it's almost like completely different artists. Well, let's let's play a song or two and see if see if we can spot the difference. Um, sure. Do you have so you've got a list, right? I mean, we can do like a chronological thing. Um, you know, some of the early stuff we got "Dry," right? I love two songs on "Dry," "Fountain," and "Plants and Rags," which is a wild song. I don't. It's got her playing cello, I believe, and it's her, I believe, playing cello. Have you, do you know this song? I don't necessarily know it. I I did (laughs) listen to this album. Let's start with Fountain, because I think that that'll be a little more straight ahead, and and it's a pick. Yeah, it's one of my faves.
song. It is a cool song. It starts off really slow and low, like so, so many of her songs, right? You almost don't know if you're turning up the volume to see if it's playing, right? Yeah. And then this low bass, you hear this a lot in Dry, and then also a lot in To Bring You My Love, which comes, you know, there was Rid of Me and then Dry and To Bring You My Love, which were sort of in a similar kind of sound. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a real um, persona she's got here, and I wonder yes. how much of it is her and how much of it is acted or yes. we'll call it performed rather than... Yes, that is exactly a thing about her. She has these characters who she plays. They're characters in her song, and if you see her on stage, she is a performance artist. <sighs> She's in costume. She has uh, something that she's projecting. We can talk about some of the characters that I've, you can see, you know, showing up. Well, tell me. Well, tell so me who, who they are. There's sort of a mother character in Down right. by the Water who everybody yeah. thought she killed her baby. Oh, this is my favorite part. She hits that super low note. I don't even think I can sing that note. That's cool. Is it her, do you think, singing these uh, harmonies, just overdubbing them, or is there someone else singing along? I don't know. Do know? Yeah. I think it's her partner at the time, whose name I can't remember. That song is great. I She has this incredible low range. And it turns out, listening to some of her other stuff, that she has a really amazing high range, too, in the later stuff that you don't hear a lot in the early music. Oh, Plants and Rags. This is a good one. I once played this for a friend of mine on a car ride who I was just kind of getting to know. And she was like, oh, I'd love to hear some new music that I've never heard before. I've never heard of this one, so I played this song. I think she was kind of horrified. And she's like, hmm, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the things we've learned, Bill and I, in this podcast, and we should say for the for the audience that you know Bill a little bit. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. And one of the things we've determined is that, first, people don't listen to the lyrics uh, very much, or they don't listen to all the lyrics. And then also... People don't aren't always open to, for new music, you know. And I don't think that's like novel discovery or anything like that. But I think that's true. And this gets really dissonant, and it goes all over the place with the cello. And and she's also talking about easing herself into a body bag. And you know, it's just maybe not everybody's cup of tea. But it is a really interesting song. Right. you to move away from the various different persona oh, like yeah. um, the the mother oh yes I think so I'm there's a, a mother character who she plays um, I think I'm a mother down by the water yep. these are all these kind of 
not so great moms, right? These kind of evil mom characters and suspicious mothers. And then he does very androgynous stuff too. She's um, she's um, singing in the role of um, a male presenting character, right? In um, like working for the man on To Bring You My Love. You know, that's <laughs> very androgynous. That's funny because I, I think of her as being um, super female. And I was one yes. of the things I was thinking about as I was listening to this is that maybe we'll get there when we talk about what she's doing now. But like, I could imagine it would be hard to take this like super binary male female yeah. um, thing that she started out with in the 90s that we were all sort of, I don't not invested in, but like living yeah. within. Yes. And things have changed a lot, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's. It's funny because gender roles have changed so much. In some way, you might think there'd be this great niche for it. But if anything, I think she's kind of pushed to a more almost like this other character that I that she kind of does is this little girl kind of Victorian right. creepy <laughs> little girl character. Right. <laughs> Where, and it's kind of like that. I mean, <laughs> which is kind of pushing the opposite direction. Here's some of that dissonant cello stuff. Yes, this did not resonate with my friend. <laughs> That's funny. So there's dry. Did you want to... Let's do to bring you my love since we can sort of... Oh, yeah. Them. Good. Because that's what I like. Yeah, good. We'll get there. <laughs> what do you think we should start with? Well, if we're going to talk about the characters, we should do Down by the Water. I lost my heart. It was one of the most famous videos, too, I think. She's in like, she's got kind of 1940s hair and like really red lipstick on, kind of like the album cover. Right. And she said something like, people actually thought, I think people are kind of scared of her. <laughs> they actually <laughs> thought that, that she had had a child who she had drowned. Like people have asked her that repeatedly. I can tell you from my own personal experience that it can be very difficult for non-songwriters to imagine that there can be a fictional a fictional characteristic or character within a song that you write. If you write a song, yeah. it's not like writing a short story. People think this must come from within you. And I can tell you that it, it, right. like I've known people who I've played some of my songs for and they're like, oh my God, you know, like, what is, <laughs> what is this? You know, and I'm like, you know, there's a, it's an alter ego kind of thing. And a whole, you know, it's, it's a, it can be a, a place for a fictional thing that isn't necessarily like performance art, just a fictional piece of music, right? Yes. And um, people aren't open for it. Well, I'll be interested to hear some of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but she does perform. I mean, she she had this character that was kind of, I think she called it like a crazy Greta Garbo kind of thing going. I can't remember exactly what it was. Did you see her live? I did once, yes. During this era. And was she changing clothes and sort of adopting different... Per Did you feel like it was a Bowie cabaret show or like... It, it's funny because I was thinking about Bowie. It's not like a Bowie cabaret show, but it was kind of like after a rough night, 1940s, you know? <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> 
I'm going to play I Think I'm a Mother real quick just because we've been talking about Persona and that's one of them. Same low kind of, is it really on? This is a little morphine because you're getting um, double stops in a low bass sound instead of guitar here, I think. Yes. <laughs> like it's cool, but it's a little scary. <laughs> Since we're in here and we're going chronologically, there's a section that we sometimes do called the guest host's revenge, where if <laughs> if a song is not chosen, then they get to call it. And I'm going to preemptively put um, to bring you my love into the revenge category right now. Right. Can we listen to it real quick? Absolutely. I was born in the desert. My favorite part of this is the organ that just has yes. this high thing and then it, it gives you a little harmony at the end of the phrase. Yes. We're getting here right here. My time is and I've traveled And also the that guitar, you think it's gonna come in with like super distortion thing, but it's just like a little bit gritty. It's not super distortion, it's just strummed with restraint. Looking at the um, the streaming platform that we don't like to call out by name, ten million, more than ten million plays of this song. Yes. Down by the water has thirty-three million. That's pretty good numbers, actually. It's a lot. It's a lot. Western sort of feel oh, to the guitar. Yeah. Several, right? Like it's the old West, like it's high yeah. noon, you know? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the organ is brilliant in this song. Very much a high noon Western moment. There's a lot of sort of Western stuff on this album. And then vocal, the vocal performance here. And then you just get the organ at the end when she's 
yeah, descending phrase just sort mm-hmm. of escapes down into the water or whatever. Mm-hmm. beautiful song and, it and a real gorgeous. real eye opener too like and it sets the tone for the whole album mm-hmm. yes you wanted working for the man there's your super low bass that sounds super low bass. that sounds lower than e which would be the normally tuned mm-hmm. bass guitar lowest note She's doing a lot of um, mics that have strange characteristics. Like we were, <laughs> I was talking with a friend about Beastie Boys for an episode that yeah. has already aired, and he was talking about how they were using Fisher Fisher Price mics to get them to sound really terrible. Is that right? This song is like whispered the whole way through. God is here Just like she's right in your ear, you know, kind of singing it to you. You know, there's a lot of female rockers at this time, and she was doing something pretty different. There were a lot of, <laughs> one of my friends used to call them sad girl rock songs, you know, right. in this era. And she's not very sad. She's like, she's doing this whole other thing. Yeah, I was thinking, is this the Manic Pixie Dream Singer? I don't think so. Mm. No, 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 no Fiona Apple. No offense to Fiona Apple, but... The craziest line, pretty little things get in my car. <laughs> pretty little things get in my car. I look good in my steel machine. It's very, there's a very sort of creeping quality to it. Where did you see her sing? Where did you see her performing? So I was trying to remember that. <laughs> You've seen a lot of music. I Sarah. have. I have. There was an era of my life, and this is what I did for recreation. Um, well, then it must have been somewhere in Boston. So I think it was at Brandeis, I think. Oh, okay. I think. I've thought a lot about what I liked about her as a younger person. I liked that she sort of did these personas that she sometimes showed up as this male per male perspective character, right? I thought it was kind of interesting and wild. But yeah, the later stuff is she's playing auto harp and, you know, and no, seriously, yeah. on the whole like white, white chalk album, it's, 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 I'm so glad that I did this because I started listening to that album and I was like, wow, this is so different and so interesting. Um, Should we jump ahead and hear some of that? Sure, or, uh, sure. Okay. Um, the two songs that I've listened to a little bit, and again, I've not listened to the whole album, but are When Under Ether uh, and then Grow, 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 which is a beautiful song. Actually, you should do Grow, Grow, Grow because she's singing in such a high, it's so different. It will just be the shock to the system different than the other stuff. Grow, Grow, Grow. PJ yes. Harvey from the album White Chalk. White Chalk 2021. Yeah. I sowed a seed underneath the old tree. I tried. 
this is her playing piano and auto harp. She's playing both. Sounds like a an upright. Yeah. In the living room. Yes. because you can you can still hear her yeah totally you can hear her she's the the old PJ Harvey is still in there it is there's a song on aha her called pocket knife that's kind of like this and you can see how she kind of kind of moved into this okay but before we get there dance hall at loose point yes point how would I pronounce that it looks like it wants to be Louise, but it's Lou's point. Okay. And the song is called Rope Bridge Crossing, which gets you that Western feeling again. I've heard this. Yes. Yes. John Parrish and PJ Harvey. Right. So this is the album that happened after To Bring You My Love. Right. The following year. And doesn't feel like her album bring you my love right it feels like some other thing totally yes it's a little it feels very different that chord you would not find in a western no but it works So then th- that's Dance Hall at Lou's Point, and then there's Is This Desire 1998, then there's yes. Stories from the City, Stories from the Sea. Yes. I listened to Stories from the City, Stories from the Sea a little bit. So did I, but it didn't, I didn't know anything from it. Neither did I. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't sure. I'm trying to figure out. It felt a little out of place and character for her. Sort of more like a pop album almost than she experiments a lot. It didn't seem very like experiment, but maybe I didn't listen to enough of it. Um, What's interesting about it is that I don't feel like I have a sense of what she looks like, even though her face is all over her albums, you know, oh. um, it's like every single one of these photographs is a different person almost, yes. right? Like, I don't know what she looks like. Yeah, I know. Well, she's very small. She has dark hair, but I agree with you. Other than that, I really like, and I've watched her perform live and I don't know what she looks like. <laughs> I mean, performing all the different ones, right? I think that's true. I think it's, it, 
there was some some video that I watched, which is clips of her recording, you know, in the recording studio. And even in the recording studio, she comes in with completely different hairstyles every day, completely different outfits. I think she just she's living it. Yeah, she's living it. I don't think this is all performance. I think it's it's real that she's lots of different things. What did you find on Uh-huh Her that you loved? And we're going to see if it's the same song that I found. My favorite song on Uh-huh Her is Pocket Knife. This one always strikes me because it's got this great rhythm in the background. And it starts to get into that sort of like high, she's singing in a higher register than she sings in some of the earlier stuff. register but there's still this very dangerous quality to it where she says can you see my pocket knife you can't make me be a wife you know <laughs> a and b <laughs> yeah, she's not messing around it's funny i read the wikipedia article about her and didn't get a sense for sort of like uh, i mean she's clearly she grew up in england she's a brit but I don't know anything about the circumstances of her life or any of that stuff. Like, yeah, um, which I think is fine. Yeah. And maybe befitting somebody who's going to like inhabit some characters. Yeah. Right. You don't want her to come from anywhere. She's going to be a blank slate every time she puts on another um, hat or whatever she's going to do. Yes, that makes that's true. I don't know very much about her personal life at all. And I actually didn't even realize that she was... I mean, I kind of knew she was British, but I didn't really realize... She doesn't sound like it. She doesn't sound British. No. Actually, when I realized she was British, she has done very recently some political songs, which have been speaking out against the British government. And I was like, oh, she's British. <laughs> That's when I really sort of registered that, that she wasn't an American, but I hadn't really thought about it. Well, then maybe we should um, check out some of this political stuff do you did you sure. note anything down the two ones that i listened to where she wrote um a piece called shakar amar which is a political piece about somebody who was imprisoned in guantanamo a real person who was imprisoned in Gu british prisoner in guantanamo bay like she wanted to draw attention to his plight he'd been there for 14 years or something and so in the last i would say in the last five or six years she started to do she had this whole album called Let England Shake, which has political stuff against the British government. Is this the song? This is the song. And she's talking about his plight. He did a hunger strike for some long period of time to try to be released. And so she took his words and part of his journal and she's inhabiting his, she's being his character. Is this her auto harp? It doesn't sound like it. Doesn't it sounds sound like, like a guitar. It sounds like a guitar. Yeah. Yes, she does do an auto harp a lot more recently. It's been the. It's not being played like it's a guitar, though. No. I wonder. 
It's, it's a guitar. It it's got to be it's a guitar. guitar. It sounds like a guitar. It doesn't sound like the auto harp. Yeah, but it's all downstrokes. It's weird. It doesn't even sound. It doesn't have that auto harpy sound. No. Well, the beauty is that I can just edit this whole thing out if I have to, to hide my shame for not hearing, for imagining that the auto harp, the guitar is an auto harp. Well, the one with the auto harp is the words that maketh a murder. That's in Let England Shake. I read this great quote from Patti Smith who like went on and on about this song which was so interesting Patti Smith said it just makes me happy to exist this song or something like that. this is the auto harp one she's playing auto harp in this one feels like a it feels like a performance that got recorded instead of a studio produced yes. piece of music somebody said about the song i was reading and they said something like if you really listen to the lyrics it's very very bleak <laughs> um, and it's a protest song about war this is so strange it it <laughs> sounds like a it came from the village in the 60s i know this is such a weird song. And they're singing the words that maketh murder like they're like, whew, you know. Wild. It is a wild song. <laughs> so what we didn't do is go through like your list of top songs. And if you had a list of top songs and we didn't play any of them yet, regardless of which album or which period it came from, it would be important for me to make sure that we covered it. Yeah, completely. If you had asked me at age 20 what my favorite song on To Bring You My Love was, I would probably said, uh, I really liked Long Snake Moan just because I really liked it. <laughs> she starts the album just by going, mm-hmm, you know? <laughs> I just thought that was so cool. <laughs> so I think it's decided for PJ Harvey and... Sarah, you need to make proclamations here because Ugh. now you've got to make the proclamations. So you, you have to proclaim their very best album and their very best song, her very best song. So, I mean, I think To Bring You My Love is, is the best one. I mean, I'm yes. probably biased towards it because that's what really brought me into listening to PJ Harvey and because I'm old. That's my proclamation. <laughs> it has the most songs on it that I think are, you know, really good. That kind of and it holds together well as an album. Um, it's got a, a half a dozen, at least, really yes. amazingly great songs, and other yes. ones that are also good. Yes, and I also feel like every time I listen to it, I get something new. So, very best song. The very best song. Her very best song. What do you think? I don't know. What is your you? you what was your vote for your the her very best song? I think to bring you my love is is hard yeah, to beat. But it is I, hard I, to beat. I also like meet the monster. That's, that's a great one. A we didn't even do that one. <laughs> but I agree. To bring you my love is 
it's so quintessential if you just say, okay, one song that sort of sums up a style that she has, you know, it's probably that one. I'll say this about that song. It's the one where we just sort of sat and listened to it. Yes. The longest, right? Without talking so that we could hear it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Well, I endorse both of those picks if that's your pick. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I think title song on the album is... There's a reason, probably, that it was Right. And it's just such a strong... It's a strong, strong piece. And it's very, very her, if you can sort of put her into one right. thing, which is a little tricky to do. Well, that has been proclaimed, and proclaimed. I'll take it. That's it. Okay, here's the only quiz section you're getting. You ready oh, no. for the quiz? No, not at all. The quiz question is this. What is our handle on all of the social media accounts that we have? The very best. I don't remember. What is the What is it? <laughs> False. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, even didn't, I never paid any handles. This is your handle. I don't know. It's their very best. At their What's, very best. At all their the, very best. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. their very best, not the very best. And I said their very best. Did I say the? Did you? I meant to say the there. Okay, well, then you got it right. Not I false. said their very I meant to say there, but I said the very best. Right, I'll right. take it. I knew so, what I was thinking. So you, it's not false. You win the quiz. Oh, wow. Good. We're going to do more of these, so beware. We'll be offering more unsolicited wrong opinions in the near future. I'm Waldron, and... Sarah, thank you so much for doing thank this. Thank you been, so much. This was really fun. It was fun. You know, we got to have you back to do another one. You've been threatening to do REM. Oh, my God. If I was overwhelmed by PJ Harvey, I can't even begin to think about it. Just well, I think you might have help with uh, REM. I think Bill's a huge fan. He can yeah. maybe join us for that. I've seen a lot of REM, too. Cool. They're fun. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, great. This is really fun. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.